0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This. this. Is the Good morning everybody. It's Tuesday, the 8th of December, and it's National Brownie Day, and a big happy birthday to Sinead O'Connor, Kim Bassinger, Nicki Minaj, and Bill Bryson. Seven. Today is the day that the Pfizer vaccine begins its rollout across the UK, with the first patients due to get their first dose. But there were still 14,718 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 189 deaths health secretary matt hancock's very excited about what he calls the day it's not going to catch on mate it's the beginning of the end of this pandemic we're not there yet it's so important that people keep doing the things we know we need to do following the rules and the basics to make sure we keep this under control but we can now see the light at the end of the tunnel and this vaccine will help us to get past this pandemic once and for all. So Simon Stevens, the chief executive of the NHS, warns that the rollout won't be an overnight event. It will take some weeks and months as vaccine supply becomes available for GPs and hospitals and pharmacists to reach all of the most vulnerable. So in the meantime, we've got to continue to take care. The clock keeps ticking towards Brexit with real pressure on to get a deal done so that it can be ratified by the various governments across Europe. And now it looks like Boris himself is heading over there to see if the final steps can be agreed after a call with EU Chief Ursula von der Leyen. Penny Mordant updated the House of Commons on the stumbling blocks. Whilst there has been some progress across many areas, familiar differences remain on the so-called level playing field, fisheries and governance. Of these, the level playing field issue is currently the most difficult. Mr Speaker, we are at a critical moment in the negotiations. The government signalled it will remove some of the controversial clauses from the withdrawal agreement if the deal can be done, and the Irish Prime Minister, Micheál Martin, is somewhat hopeful that a no-deal exit could be avoided. But overall, I think it's in the best interests of all concerned that a a proper trade deal uh, is is agreed uh, because uh, our respective economies across Europe uh, and within the United Kingdom would suffer unnecessarily, in my view, uh, in the event of a a no-deal. The U.S. election drama continues with the state of Georgia completing its third recount and producing the same result. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger sounded kind of tired. It's been a long 34 days since the election on November 3rd. We have now counted legally cast ballots three times and the results remain unchanged. Disinformation regarding election administration should be condemned and rejected. Integrity matters truth matters. Meanwhile Donald had an update on his lead lawyer Rudy Giuliani who's hospitalized with coronavirus following a maskless tour of the states last week. Rudy's doing well I just spoke to him he's doing very well no temperature and uh, he actually called me early this morning it was the first call I got now he's doing very well. Ah, well, that's good news, I suppose. Well, just don't ask him about the election, guys, or we're never going to be at the end of it. Oh, too late. The election was totally rigged. Uh, It's a disgrace to our country. It's like a third-world country, these ballots pouring in from everywhere, using machinery that nobody knows ownership, nobody knows anything about. They have uh, glitches, as they call them, glitches. The glitches weren't glitches. They got caught... Bob Dylan was trending yesterday, much to the alarm of music fans. Had he died? Had he been cancelled? Nope, just decided to sell his whole song catalogue to Universal Music for $300 million. Has he learned nothing from Taylor Swift? Lucas Shaw of Bloomberg breaks it down he owns all his entire catalog so that makes it really valuable it's it's rare that you have an artist of his magnitude where you can just cleanly buy every song they've ever written and in his case he's written you know 15 of the songs that Rolling Stone said were among the 500 greatest songs ever still to come on the smart 7 turns out mary poppins had a vaccine plan Yesterday saw the draw for the 2022 World Cup qualifiers, which are due to start in March, before the 2020 Euros, which were delayed. Anyway, it was a relatively straightforward draw for England in a group with Poland, Hungary, Albania and the mighty San Marino and Andorra. Former England striker Darren Bent was quite pleased. There's not many teams there where England will go, oh, this is going to be a bit tricky. I think if England apply themselves and go out and play the way that we know they can do, that free-flower football... So Listen, they, they should comfortably qualify that group. For the rest of the World Cup draw, plus Premier League results and Champions League previews, check out our sports podcast, The Sport 7. Just search for it on Spotify. have all just about recovered from the epic drama of the I'm a Celebrity 2020 season from Wales, and now the ex mates are out and about. Queen of the castle Giovanna Fletcher had some explaining to do when she got home. They actually thought that maybe um, we'd all be moving into the castle, seeing as I have now the queen, <laughs> and that they are now princes. I've, said, I've told them, I've had to break it to them, we're not actually getting the castle, that's not nice. part of the deal. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, runner-up Jordan Yarf revealed to Greg James that he nearly wasn't in the show at all. He'd been told he was being considered for 2021 when he got a last minute phone call. Do you want to do it? Someone's dropped out. I was like um, yeah alright. And then I had two days to do everything. The medical, the psychiatry test everything, the filming. I did it in 48 hours. It's an iconic song in an iconic movie. A lock, a spree It's very clear to see but the story of how that song came about has only just emerged, as Jeffrey Sherman, whose dad was one of the songwriters on Mary Poppins, explains. They were stuck on this um, lyric. They were trying to find some kind of a thing like a stitch in time saves nine or some kind of a saying from Mary Poppins. They couldn't figure it out. I happened to come home that day, and I said, "Look, they just you know dropped the medicine in a in a in a sugar cube, and you ate it." And my father stared at me, and he went thank you. And he walked over to the phone, called my uncle Richard, and they went back to the office the next day and wrote a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine. This has been the Smart 7. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.